Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. We start right off with local news today. A Columbia woman pleaded guilty to defrauding a North Carolina clinical lab out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, according to a Wednesday report by the U.S. Attorney's Office, Middle District of Tennessee. Sonia White, 56, of Columbia, pleaded guilty Wednesday in U.S. District Court to defrauding a North Carolina clinical laboratory company out of nearly $400,000, said U.S. Attorney Henry C. Leventis for the Middle Tennessee District. White admitted that she defrauded the clinical laboratory company, identified in court documents as Company A, by creating a fictitious vendor named Mid-10 Diagnostics, the report says. Between March of 2017 and June of 2019, White caused Mid-10 Diagnostics to submit fraudulent invoices for company for payment rather to Company A. In total, the fraudulent invoice scheme caused Company A to lose approximately $389,620. The report says White also admitted that, when the grand jury issued a subpoena to Mid-10 Diagnostics, she caused the company to provide falsified documents to the grand jury. White's sentencing is set for February 2nd. She faces up to 20 years in prison and a fine of up to $250,000. In addition to any fine, White has agreed to the entry of a forfeiture money judgment against her in the amount of $389,620. The case was investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Assistant U.S. Attorney Taylor J. Phillips is prosecuting the case. Yesterday, Republic Bank, located at 128 Kedron Parkway in Spring Hill, opened their doors with a ribbon cutting. WKOM WKRM's Taft Ayers attended the grand opening to learn more about the services Republic Bank has to offer. This is Taft Ayers with Front Porch Radio, and we're here today with Chad Hart from Republic Bank. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Taft. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here today. It's been a beautiful day. You mentioned earlier the wonderful weather, and you couldn't have dialed up any better. I tell you what, we couldn't have asked for any more. We are certainly excited, uh, not only about the day, but the fact that uh, we got this weather to help everybody celebrate. It's just an awesome, awesome day. So. Well, we're thankful for what you do in our community. Tell us just a little bit about what makes Republic Bank so special. Yeah, so the, the easiest way that I describe Republic Bank is that we are really a group of accessible and experienced bankers uh, who work hard to understand our clients' financial needs, whether that be uh, personally or for their business. Um, We listen, we help understand what those goals are, and we find ways to help them meet those goals. And we do it in a way um, with a high level of personalized service, what you would expect from a community bank. Uh, But we couple that with cutting-edge technology and a a, a large product offering that you would expect from a larger bank and really try to bring those two worlds together. And um, as we mentioned several times in our our, uh, comments today, with a focus on community. Um, Outside of helping our our clients meet their financial goals, we truly want to be a community partner and utilize our resources to try to help make a difference and make an impact. We're grateful. You can feel the energy here today. And we'll do our job, Chad, telling everybody about Republic Bank. Thank you, Taff. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Murray Regional Health has been selected to receive a $2.4 million grant from the state's health care resiliency program that will go towards establishing primary care and specialty clinics in Lawrenceburg, affiliated with Murray Regional Medical Group. We see a high number of patients coming to Columbia from Lawrence County, and this grant will help us provide them with primary care and other specialty clinics closer to home, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. 
I want to thank our team for their hard work securing this grant and the Tennessee Department of Health for helping us to improve access to health care for all the communities we serve, he said. The Tennessee Department of Health included Murray Regional Health in its second and final round of grant awards, which totaled $119 million and went to 41 eligible applicants. The Healthcare Resiliency Program is part of the Tennessee Resiliency Plan and is designed to expand the state's ability to provide healthcare services, especially in rural and underserved areas. The grants are funded through the American Rescue Plan, which Congress passed in March of 2022. Tennessee has committed $250 million from its ARP funds to healthcare modernization and transformation projects. We are going further than any states in responding with investments to address recent challenges in the healthcare landscape, said Tennessee Health Commissioner Dr. Ralph Alvarado. While healthcare is only one part of a person's overall well being, these investments reach into communities to make access to health services easier for millions of Tennesseans, he said. The Murray County Commission approved in its August 21st meeting an amended guaranteed maximum price for the updated Judicial Center. In June, the building committee sent the commission a recommendation to move forward with a cost of $33.9 million, $159,000 under the budget. At the time, Jamie Spencer with a development firm Hewlett Spencer said the reason the job was able to come in under budget was due to the early release packages. The commission is making that decision in making that decision, saved over $300,000 by approving that early release package, Spencer said. Now the county has approved a resolution which would take almost $1.5 million out of the county's general fund balance. The two-story, 55,000-square-foot center is currently under construction and is set to open in October of 2024. In other news from the county commission meeting, the commission also approved a resolution accepting the School Resource Officer, or SRO, endowment grant from the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security for the Murray County Sheriff's Department. Commission Chairman Eric Previtti said up until this point, the county has funded the SROs through the sheriff's budget. That said, the sheriff has requested more because of growth in the county, Chairman Previtti said. The state has funded to pay for SROs all through the state. In other words, the state is going to pay for SROs instead of the county, he said. The grant, which totals $1.65 million, would provide SROs in all K-12 public schools with no matching funds required. The funds may only be used, used for expenses directly related to placing an SRO in a school, which includes salary, benefits, training, and equipment. The state would make funds available to a local law enforcement agency after the agency presents the state with a memorandum of understanding between the agency and the local education agency or public charter school. The agency would provide one full-time SRO to every school in the LEA or public charter school. The grant, which began July 1st, will be in effect until June 30th of 2024. The General Assembly put $140 million in the state budget for 2023 and 2024 to fund SROs statewide and is expected to maintain that funding in future years. The Murray County Fair opened on Thursday and runs through Monday. WKOM's Delk Kennedy stopped by the Livestock Barn to check out some of the animals on display at the fair. 
This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at the Murray County Fair. It's just after 4. The Murray County Fair has just opened for 2023. I have my grandchildren with me, Margaret 9, Samuel 7, and Ridley 4. We go in the front gate, and the first thing they see is the livestock barn, and they headed right on in here. I'm talking with Larry Church, who uh, heads up the livestock barn each year. Larry, what's going on here? Okay, we're beginning the dairy show here tonight. Uh, we're in the showmanship class right now, the junior showmanship class, and uh, we will go on into other classes past that. We also have in the barn throughout here uh, our Clydesdales. We've got some of the best Clydesdales in the world. We've got the biggest Clydesdale in the southeast and maybe in the in the world they don't know exactly but this this animal is 19 plus hands high uh we're, we'll have dairy in here tomorrow and we'll have uh sheep in here on saturday there will be better than 220 i think better than 230 head of sheep here saturday and then on monday we will do our goat show this year and of course all these animals will be shown by their owners or handlers uh they're competing to see who's got the best sheep, goat, or uh, dairy cow, right? That That is absolutely correct. And most of this is young people. We are open for adults to show, and some adults do show. But we, we cater towards young people. This is a way of teaching young people agriculture of the future and, and what's going on. They learn how to handle their animals. They learn how to feed and, and keep their animals. And uh, it's just a learning experience. A lot of fun. My grandchildren are enjoying it, and I'm enjoying it. Um, and I assume you have beef cattle as well. We will have beef cattle tomorrow. There will be, uh, I'm not exactly sure how many head. I think 69 plus head. I'm going to say plus head because I expect some more to come in tomorrow in here for the beef show. And uh, there will be all breeds, Angus, Hereford, uh, Black Hereford, Simmental, uh, Simmental Plus. Uh, I can't even think of all the others, but there will be. I think eight different breeds of, of animals here tomorrow that'll be shown, and uh, it'll be a good time. It'll start at five o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yes, it will. And as always, admission to the livestock barn. Once you've paid your ticket at the gate, you don't need to pay any more. You can get right in the livestock yard, livestock barn. Bring your grandchildren. Have a big time. Absolutely. We want to also mention that tonight, beginning at six thirty, will be the rodeo here at the fair and this is going to be one of the better rodeos that that has been around it uh, uh, it is my understanding that that we have got uh, 18 bull riders we've got 20 uh, barrel racers we've got 15 saddle bronc riders and eight bareback riders boy that's exciting and my grandchildren are excited about that too we've got some world we've got some world champions here too tonight that's amazing. It's the, the Murray County Fair is open, folks. It's going to be a huge time. Uh, you know, it's only been open about 20 minutes now. Already people are streaming in. Uh, it's going to be a great fair uh, tonight, Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's right. We've got a pet and zoo here, and we've got an agricultural exhibit up here with uh, Miss Nancy Delk and, and uh, the people at Central FFA are here working with her. And it's, it's some things to see, and it's some things to learn. Yes, it is. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at the opening of the Murray County Fair. It looks fabulous. People are streaming in uh, sometime this weekend. Uh, get on out here. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Appreciate it.
The Murray County Fair also offers a big kids zone, which features petting zoos and educational programs. With more, as our own Del Kennedy. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I am at the Murray County Fair. It's 4.30. The gates opened at 4 this Thursday afternoon, the first day of the Murray County Fair 2023, which will run, of course, today, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, the fair just looks fabulous. I have my grandchildren with me, Margaret, 9, Samuel, 7, and Ridley, 4. They are having a ball, and we have made our way to the Kids Zone, which is free after general admission. It's geared primarily toward, uh, say, toddler age up through elementary school. Right now, my grandchildren are riding the free pony rides. I'm seeing bouncy houses. I'm seeing uh, a petting exhibit that's got a big old pig in there. I'm seeing uh, hair braiding, face painting, and whatnot. But I'm also in a great big tent with seating for quite a few people where there will be three rotating presentations that really sound fun for children and parents. One of those presentations will be Bob Tarter with his uh, show exhibit called Animology. Bob, tell us what Animology is all about. Well, thank you, Mr. Delk, for having us. My name is Bob Tarter. I'm owner and operator of Animology. We give educational wildlife programs throughout the southeastern United States. And every day of the fair this year, I'm bringing live educational animals for everything, like Mr. Delk said, from toddler all the way to high school. Even adults will learn information during one of my educational programs here. This is part of the free kid zone at the Murray County Fair. Once you have your general admission, we have face painting. We will have balloon animals and the other educational programs we have will be Mr. Chad Collins with Quack Pack USA giving a live border collie demonstration on the hour. And do I hear those border collies have monkeys as riders? That's a different group of border collies. The, okay, okay. The, well, they're, they're still fun, though. They're, they're both still fun. One, one or more educational and uh, working versus just entertainment. But uh, then the third exhibit we will have here every day of the fair will be Mr. Bond, the science guy, will be doing their physical and chemistry live science programs here at the Kid Zone. Okay, three programs. Animology with Bob Tarter, where he has all sorts of critters he's going to exhibit to the children, adults, and tell us about them. And then the Border Collies. What do the Border Collies do? The the Quack Pack USA will do herding demonstration on runner ducks and showing the ability of how Mr. Chad can run five different dogs with five different signals while he's having them work his livestock. His livestock run everywhere from runner ducks to sheep goats and even our large cattle he can turn the same dogs loose on a large charlet bull or have them generally move one of our silky chickens so they've got excellent programming ability for them that's amazing it's amazing to see that kind of show and i know children and adults will love it right here in this tent and then finally animology you've got a bunch of critters with you how does that work today we're going to do our ecosystem throughout the planet we're covering every major continent with the exception of antarctica for our geographical educational program we have exhibits from europe and asia africa all the way down into central and south america so we have a educational geologic our geography based program for everybody to watch Tell us some of the critters you have with you. Uh, the lineup that we have, some of my favorite ones, are going to be our red-tailed boa constrictor from Central and South America. We have the mountain kawadi that is going to be found in Central America, which is going to be very similar to our raccoon, but is actually different. And then my favorite is our Eurasian eagle owl that is found all throughout Europe, Asia, down into Africa. Wow, how much fun. And so these, the kids' zone is going to be open throughout the fair. 
uh, the three shows you've talked about, Animology, the Quack Pack, and the Science Guy, will be out here every day. Every uh, day. And you'll go through, start, what about 4.30? 4.30 every day. We should uh, be starting. 4.30 every day. One of you will start, and yep. a little while later, another. Another, another one will go from there. another. Yep. There's educational programs going into KidZone for free while the fair is open. And then when we have our highlighted showcase programs, Quack Pack USA, Mr. Bond the Science Guy, and Animology, those will be running every hour on the hour before something large happens in the back arena. Wow, that's amazing. Again, folks, Delta Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, the Murray County Fair is open. Open at 4 this afternoon. It's about 4.30 now. People are streaming in. My grandchildren are having a ball in here in the kids' zone. They're over there with the free pony rides, and I think now they're in the petting zoo. And so it's a big time. Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, Murray County Fair. Come on out, folks. Bob Tarter, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Delk. Enjoy your day. I'm looking forward to visiting myself. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. And why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors. 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you ready for some good old family fun? Don't miss the Murray County Fair. Coming back to Murray County Park from August 31st to September 4th. Finish the summer with an extra special time at the Murray County Fair. You'll find a free kid zone. The jump and run events will pay $12,000 in prizes, rodeo air, livestock shows, and much more. It's all the things you love, all together at the Murray County Fair. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Murray County Fair and Expo to check out all the events. We'll see you at the fair from August 31st to September 4th. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay in your car 10-minute oil change. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Students at Fisk University protested Thursday over a new policy that could kick some of them off campus. Days after the school year began, students got an email saying those who owed more than $1,500 to the school would need to pay off their accounts or pay it off in installments, starting with a 15% down payment and a $60 setup fee. Those who failed to do so were no longer allowed to attend class. Several students stated that they received little or no notice about the policy. Junior Lauren Maxey is among those who got purged from her classes. She says she usually pays her account off by the end of the semester. And now they're giving me days, she said. And you know, I understand that you need your money, but how are people supposed to come up with thousands upon thousands of dollars out of thin air, she asked. After a town hall meeting, Fisk administration has allowed students who were purged to return to class, for now, but a new deadline is looming. September 8th, students who fail to meet financial requirements by then will be purged again, have their meal cards deactivated, and have to move out of their dorms. Students protesting Thursday are demanding a longer extension to the purge deadline and more transparent communication from the university, among other things. Middle Tennessee's rapid growth has increased demand for more and faster connections around the world from Nashville International Airport, which emerged from the COVID-19 pandemic as one of the nation's fastest-growing airports. But the Metro Nashville Airport Authority's efforts to add new direct international flights to Asia have been delayed by the Federal Aviation Administration's denial of a 2021 runway extension request and demand for more environmental studies, according to airport officials. 
Airport officials are actively working with the FAA on additional environmental reviews for ultimate approval of the extension, but FAA officials said they have yet to see justification for the project. In letters to airport officials, Governor Bill Lee and legislators have pleaded for direct flights between Nashville and Tokyo, Seoul, Beijing, and other long-distance commutes to Europe and Asia. While blue-chip firms such as Nissan and Bridgestone are among our best-known corporate headquarters, they represent just a portion of the nearly 200 Japanese-based businesses employing more than 36,000 Tennesseans, Governor Lee wrote in a 2021 letter to BNA President and CEO Doug Krulin. Attracting increased tourism from Asia is seen as a substantial area for growth, he wrote. Three independent engineering reviews determined that an 11,300 to 12,000-foot north-south runway would be necessary to travel between Nashville and Asia from Nashville International Airport. FAA officials said they're not convinced demand for the additional service exists. However, they are continuing discussions with the airport for further studies for ultimate approval. I'm stuck on go, Krumlin said. To fly 7,000 miles, you've got to have twice as much gas, and a longer runway helps take them helps them to take off safely without reducing cargo or passenger loads, he said. Airport leaders commissioned on environmental assessment and have been buying land south of campus for years to extend runway 2 left 20 right from 7,704 feet to 12,000 feet. Reports detail the safety benefits from the project, which includes reduced reliance on a crosswind east-west runway that is more cumbersome for long-distance pilots than a north-south path. The extension would support safety improvements from reduced airspace congestion with nearby Smyrna Airport and fewer potential obstacles in the path of heavy jets taking off and landing, according to engineering reports. FAA Memphis Airport District Office Manager Tommy Dupree reviewed the airport's presentation in 2021 and rejected the environmental assessment. The runway 2L20R justification study did not provide data or rationale to support a major runway extension, Dupree wrote in a 2021 email. The document did not show a demand that required a major extension. Just this week, an FAA representative said that it considers the matter a dead issue for now, writing in an email that it has not received a provided comment on any additional runway extension justification since Nashville International Airport's 2021 submission. Before construction can begin, an area south of the airport campus abutting Murfreesboro Pike needs to be cleared. The area includes 19 homes, the former Genesco World Headquarters site, an antebellum mansion that houses Monell's at the Manor Southern Eatery, and a graveyard for at least 137 unclaimed Central State Hospital patients buried in the early 1900s. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Duck River Jam, a community event intended to raise awareness and funds to fight a proposed landfill along the Duck River, will take place at 1 p.m. on Sunday, November 5th at Cherry Theater at Columbia State Community College. The event, which will feature performances by local musicians as well as a silent auction, is being organized by the concerned citizens group Protect the Duck River. The group has advocated against plans by Louisiana-based Trinity Business Group to build a 1,300-acre trash disposal complex as close as 1,000 feet from the Duck River at a former Monsanto phosphate processing site in Murray County. The property contains multiple Superfund sites and is mandated for EPA rehabilitation because of hazardous waste contamination. Protect the Duck River was previously involved in successful efforts to convince state lawmakers to pass legislation designated that... that segment of the Duck River as a Class II scenic river. In April, Governor Bill Lee signed the new law requiring certain water resource projects to be permitted. Trinity Group filed a lawsuit in May appealing the Marshall-Murray Solid Waste Regional Planning Board's rejection of its landfill application. Funds raised at the Duck River Jam will help defray legal fees for opponents of that appeal. For more information about Duck River Jam or to purchase tickets, you can visit www.duckriverjam.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back again to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.